KC Podcast. I, of course, am your host, KC Phoenix. And yeah, here we go again. So I decided to look at this. For those who watch this podcast or listen to this podcast for the news stories, I just get them from random sites. I've been doing a lot of daily dots lately because those are usually the funniest to me. (laughs) But also I use other news websites with odd news stories and the AP is one of them. So, KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. Podcasts carried everywhere. Um, Also, KIRWKC on all the social media platforms. I'm most responsive on Twitter. So, yeah. Now, let's get into the story. Because the first thing that comes to my mind is, did we not learn anything from the six Jurassic Park movies that we've already seen? (laughs) That's, That's the question. So, bring back Dodo. Ambitious plan draws investors and critics. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into this. It says, the dodo bird isn't coming back anytime soon, nor is the woolly mammoth. But a company working on technologies to bring back extinct species has attracted more investors, while other scientists are skeptical such feats are possible or a good idea. Colossal Biosciences first announced its ambitious plan to revive the woolly mammoth two years ago and on Tuesday said it wanted to bring back the dodo bird too. The dodo is a symbol of man-made extinction, said Ben Lamb, a serial entrepreneur and co-founder and CEO of Colossal. The company has formed a division to focus on bird-related genetic technologies. The last dodo, a flightless bird about the size of a turkey, (laughs) was killed in 1681 on the Indian Ocean island of Maritus, or Maritius. The Dallas company, oh, they're in Dallas? Go figure. Which launched in 2021, also announced Tuesday it had raised an additional $150 million in funding. To date, it has raised $225 million from wide-ranging investors that include United States Innovative Technology Fund, Briar Capital, and NQTEL, the CIA's venture cap. The CIA has a venture... Wow. (laughs) And I follow government pretty damn close. I know there's operations and they work with other companies and stuff, just sort of like Raytheon works with the U.S. government, things like that. But I didn't know there was a quote-unquote venture capital. I'm going to research that. That's interesting. Okay, let me keep going. So... The prospect of bringing back the dodo, bringing the dodo back isn't expected to directly make money, you think? But the genetic tools and equipment that the company developed to try to do it may have other uses, including for human health care. From your lips to God's ears. Okay, for example, Colossal is now testing tools to tweak several parts of the genome simultaneously. Is also working on technologies for what is sometimes called an artificial womb. That's already in effect. Um, there's this thing, I believe it's happening in Germany, where basically it's like a baby making plant. And I think it's supposed to be able to produce like 10,000 babies a month or a year. Something like that. But it looks like the Matrix. There's all in, you can go online and find this. Just search baby making plant or something like that. It's like there's these pods that the babies will develop in. And they're all lined up all over the place. It looks like high-tech, something that you see in a sci-fi movie. So when they're talking about artificial womb and all that stuff, this is already in the works. But whatever. Okay, the Dodo's closet closest living relative is the Nicobar Pigeon, 
said Ben Shapiro, a uh, Beth Shapiro, a molecular biologist on Colossal Scientific Advisory Board, who has been studying the dodo for two decades. Shapiro is paid by the Howard Hughes Medical Institute, which also supports the Associated Press Health and Science Department. Her team plans to study DNA differences between the Nicobar pigeon and the dodo to understand what are the genes that really make the dodo a dodo, she said. The team may attempt to edit Nicobar pigeon cells to make them resemble dodo cells. It may be possible to put the tweaked cells in developing eggs and other birds, such as pigeons or chickens, to create offspring that may in turn naturally produce dodo eggs, said Shapiro. The concept is still in an early theoretical stage for dodos. And then, because animals are a product of both their genetics and their environment, which has changed dramatically since the 1600s, Shapiro said that it's not possible to re recreate a 100% identical copy of something that's gone. Other scientists wonder if it's even advisable to try and question whether de-extinction diverts attention and money away from efforts to save species still on Earth. There's a real hazard in saying that if we destroy nature, we can just put it back together again because we can't said Duke University ecologist Stuart Pym, who has no connection to Colossal. And where on earth would you put a woolly, <laughs> woolly mammoth other than a cage? As Pym. I mean, okay, I don't know about that. I think he's being a little bit too pessimistic. And not that I'm fully endorsing this, because again, in speaking, when they're talking about switching up the genetics, remember in Jurassic World, where what they did, they created the Indominosaurus, and they took like other stuff and like during the movie. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert for those who haven't seen Jurassic World. But during the movie where they were going after and they got the Velociraptors to help them go after the Indominus Rex. And come to find out the scientists had put um, the Velociraptors DNA into creating the Indominus Rex. So when the Velociraptors came to try and attack it or do this or do that. They started talking to each other. The raptors teamed up with the Indominus Rex. And then, you know. So, this is what they're basically talking about doing for the dodo. Saying, okay, well, we're just going to take this from the pigeon. Put it into the um, code. And then, hopefully, that'll give us something. But at the same time, they don't know fully what they're going to get. Just saying. Let me skip past this part and get to the last part. Because this is... Kind of long. Okay. So on a practical level, conservation biologists familiar with captive breeding programs say that it can be tricky for zoo-bred animals to ever adapt to the wild. It helps if they can learn from other wild animals of their kind, an advantage that potential dodos and mammoths won't have, said Boris Worm, a biologist at the University of um, Dahlia House in Halifax, Nova Scotia, who had has no connection to Colossal. Preventing species from going extinct in the first place should be our priority. And in most cases, it's a lot cheaper, said Worm. So, yeah. Again, I... Honestly, I feel like some things are inevitable. Where so many things, technology-wise, are happening and will happen, because I've seen some stuff. For those who don't... If you're new listening to this podcast... I do tarot readings and everything else, so I'm also an intuitive. I have visions and things like that. So I know some people are like, you mean you've seen stuff? Yeah, I see things. So it's kind of inevitable. But at the same time, one would think that people would learn lessons, whether from movies or whether from common sense. <laughs> but, you know, humans, are, humans will be humans. Humans do human things. 
That's all I got. KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform, podcast everywhere. Thank you to everyone who's been supporting the podcast. Until next time, be blessed.